Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock it! When my time on Earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my <laughs> I mean, that's a classic, isn't it? It just seemed like yesterday. It was last week that we were celebrating Bob Knight's 83rd birthday. I believe uh, October 25th with his 81st, uh, 83rd birthday, Robert Montgomery Knight, rest in peace, passing away yesterday at the age of 83. Three national championships, five final fours, an Olympic gold medal in 1984, that stacked Olympic team that had young Michael Jordan on it. Did he, did he, when he was a player for Ohio State, I think they won a national championship, didn't they? They did. I don't know how much of a part of those, those teams he was. But if you go back, I think he's a he's a, a, a winner of a college basketball winner as well. And although he's not born in Indiana, he's not a native Hoosier. Yeah, he man, the- I think a case could be yeah. made that he's the most famous Hoosier, right? Wasn't born here, but for a long time, if someone says the state of Indiana, what's the first person that comes to your mind? I think for a long time, a stretch of maybe 30 years, the answer was Bob Knight. In terms of sports or just in general? In general. Interesting. In general. I mean, Bob Knight was an institution. I heard Rob Kendall say earlier today, Bob Knight was bigger than the program. Mm. And a lot of people might not like to hear that, but there may be some truth in that. So, Nigel, let me ask you this. Why do you think Bob Knight resonated with so many people here in Indiana. I don't know. I loved I loved the way he coached. I loved the fact that he was a red ass. I loved the fact that he didn't take crap from the refs. I loved the fact that he uh, um, emphasized education and players going to class and the fundamentals. Right. That's that's what I loved about Bob Knight. I'll never forget being, you know, 10 years old, watching the 87 championship with my old man. And uh, Keith Smart draining that uh, draining that um, last second shot, and the thing that caught me, I went back and watched that today. Is Bob Knight was mostly calm during the end of that game because they didn't. I forget they didn't let the seconds run off the clock right away or something like that. But right. But I'll never forget cheering in my old man's bedroom. He let me stay up and watch the game. And it's a different era. I don't know if you could coach basketball the Bob Knight style today with these kids of today with the NIL money and the shoe deals and you know everybody being offended by everything but if you listen yeah. to a lot of these former players and we're going to have you know a number of them come forward in the next 24 to 36 36 hours that haven't already you're going to hear a common thread toughness and accountability bob knight wanted these kids to be tough and he wanted these kids to turn into men and that's what he did for about 90, 95% of the players that went through there. Now, 
he wasn't for everybody. There were transfers. There were people that did not like Bob Knight. No. And he certainly didn't do everything right. Bob Knight, shocking hot take here, was not a perfect person. Made a lot of mistakes. But deep down in his core, I really do think he cared about the kids that were on that team. He wanted them to become productive members of society. And his resume, again, like you said at the top of the this segment, is just amazing. I mean, top five wins in all of uh, coaching history. And he did win a championship with Ohio State as a player. Are you kidding me? Three national championships? We're Like, as far in terms of you and I being sports fans um, and Indiana sports fans, just in general, Pacers, Colts, IU, Purdue, um, I think you and I are, are lucky to have been part of some of these, when I say part, just fans, been able to soak it in because some people will see their favorite teams never win any. I mean, you're a Cubs fan. You experienced right. it. I didn't <laughs> think I'd ever see a Cubs World Series. Right. My grandfather never did, and he was the one that got me you know, into watching the Chicago Cubs. Never got to see a championship. There are fans you know, of the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland oh, Indians Lord. that have been alive for a long time and they've never seen a championship. You know, if you're an IU fan, depending on your age, yeah. you've seen three. You've got three banners, multiple Final Fours. Sure. Right. Five total championships for the Hoosiers. Bob Knight responsible for three. The undefeated perfect season in 76. Sports Illustrated naming that team the overall top team in the history of March Madness, the 76 Hoosiers. Um, We've seen a Colts Super Bowl in this city. If you're a Notre Dame football fan, again, depending on your age, you've seen at least one championship, the latest being an 88. Pacers, I mean, finals. We've seen the Pacers go to the finals. A lot of ABA championships, (laughs) but nothing in the NBA yet. Need to get the Pacers across that finish line. A lot of AFC finalists uh, (laughs) flags hanging in Lucas Oil. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, some embarrassing banners (laughs) hanging up. But uh, if you're an Indiana basketball fan, you remember Bob Knight. You remember success. And to go back to the question of why do you think he resonated with so many people, I think this soundbite... You know, this sounds like somebody that would resonate with blue-collar, everyday working Hoosiers. You can talk about all the motivational speeches and phrases and devices in the world, but the greatest motivator of all is your ass on the bench. There is no better motivator. Ass meets bench. Bench retains ass. Ass transmits signal to brain. Brain transmits signal to body. Body gets ass off bench and plays better. I mean, it's a hell of a sequence of things that takes place. That makes sense now because he rode the pine for Ohio State. He, especially those for that first year when Havlicek and Jerry Lucas were on the team. He rode the pine. He rode the bench. That brings it full circle. That's a really interesting clip. I've never heard that one before. So when you think of memorable moments with Bob Knight, you could talk about the 76 undefeated team. You could talk about the Keith Smart game-winning shot in 1987. But is this next piece of sound the signature moment for Coach Knight's time at Indiana? Two-shot technical against the bench and against Bob Knight. Steve Reed, an excellent free throw shooter, will have the honor of shooting the technicals. Looky here, looky here. Looky here. Bobby 
Righteous through his chair. Clear across the free throw lane. And I think uh, Fred Unbelievable. Jones. And Bob Knight is gone. So, so what are you <laughs> asking? If that's his signature moment yes. as a coach, I would probably think that he would think like you know winning a championship Those well that's what he signature. would think but if we did a family feud style right, survey right, right, right. and i walked okay. out on monument circle yeah. and talked to 100 random people and said what's your most memorable bob knight moment i'm willing to bet that that chair toss was number one okay. if you're doing a family yeah, feud style right. survey um this was bob knight talking about the incident that ultimately led to his dismissal at indiana some kid came up to me and say, hey, Knight, what's going on? That kid made a dumb mistake. You know, I went over to that kid, and I did a lot more for the son of a bitch than his parents ever did for him. And I went over there, and I said, son, let me tell you something. You don't address adults like that under any circumstances. And that's why I have no use for Indiana University, because they used that as a reason to get me out of there, and that's absolute bullshit. You know, I'm glad he finally came around and put the grudge behind him, and, you know, he made an appearance at Assembly Hall a few years ago. Pretty yeah. emotional one. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty I, nasty I, I, there for a while. Real nasty. He was wishing death upon yeah. people on public, <laughs> you know, nationally syndicated radio shows. I think he went on with Dan Patrick, and Dan Patrick was like, you know— and a lot of those people are gone. Some of them are dead. Why don't you go back? And I think Bob Knight said, I wish they were all dead. <laughs> so Bob Knight passing away at the age of 83. And throughout the evening, afternoon, we'll have more tributes coming in. But you know, we couldn't have a segment where we didn't play the infamous speech recorded in the locker room at least one time. I mean, if you're not going to recover Greg Graham, if you're just going to let him drive by it, if the rest of you are going to let him catch the ball outside the three-second lane and drive all the way in here without one guy challenging him, then I'm leaving and you fucking guys will run till you can't even suffer. Now, I'm tired of this shit. I'm sick and fucking tired of an 8-10 record. I'm fucking tired of losing to Purdue. I'm not here to fuck around this week. Now, you may be, but I'm not. Now, I am not here to get my ass beat on Monday. Now, you better get your head out of your ass. That's actually how our boss, David Wood, talks to Nigel and I before every show. Uh, Sick and tired of getting beat by Hank. Sick and tired of losing to B-105. I'm not here to mess around this week.